Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believed You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today we have some stories of high strangeness for you. It's a little bit of a, I got I got a couple good ones. I mean, at least I thought they were good. <laughs> we uh, don't want a, a repeat of last, last no, month. No, <laughs> no, I read through them this time. Okay. I made sure. All right, all right. Uh, I made um, sure to go through them. Okay. <laughs> so I got two alien stories and I got two ghost stories. And I was going to look for some alien stories and because I, I really wanted to, to add one and I just couldn't find anything that I liked or believed, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm interested to hear what you picked and hear those stories since I could. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, to, I'm going to be honest with you. They both seem kind of out there, mm-hmm. but they were, they were pretty good. Like as far yeah. as like. They're still entertaining. Far, yeah. They're very entertaining. Uh, sure. It, 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 if it was real, I don't want to say that it wasn't cause I don't want, I don't want to, you know, it's somebody's story, so um, yeah, you'll see when I when okay. I read them. <laughs> I believe you. Do you have any updates? Um, I don't know, spooky updates or anything weird that's happened recently. I feel like there has been something, but I can't like I can't remember now. Um, yeah, no, not not mm. off the top of my head. Oh, well, I mean, just deja vu, but. No, it wasn't anything like crazy. Yeah. And I feel like I've been dreaming a lot more. Uh, I just, I remember it in the moment that I wake up and I just forget to, uh, write it like down. I, or not forget. I just don't write it down. So then like later on in the day, I'm trying to mm-hmm. remember again and I can't remember the you dream anymore. Yeah. I just like, I vaguely remember that I knew that I know the dream was kind of weird and like very vague things that may have happened in the dream but i don't remember details anymore yeah so i'm just like fuck i should have just written this down yeah but then i'm like i'm kind of afraid (laughs) to write them down why just you know i don't know i guess being more lucid although that would be kind of cool but like or, or you know just maybe having more weird dreams more often you need to stop being afraid of things i feel like being having that fear like one stops things from from happening and two holds you back from oh, i guess the same thing but yeah like it holds you back and experiences back from being able to happen because you're afraid of I'm the afraid. unknown which is it makes sense i know i get it but you just have to lean into it a little bit and trust like, that it's gonna be okay yeah I don't know. And then and then the thing is too, I recently just saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or whatever. That's what it's oh, called, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool that what they were saying about, you know, how when you're dreaming and you know, what you're dreaming is actually another dimension. Yeah. You're you're like you're looking through the eyes of yourself in another, you know, multiverse or whatever, another world. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of scary, but also pretty cool. Yeah, it's like scary to think about, but it's a cool concept. But yeah, I have I have nothing. I'll have nothing to share until we record this next episode for the deep dive, and then I'll finally share what I've been holding on to for like the last 
month couple and weeks, a half, few weeks, something. yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, just on a cockroach-related uh, story. Oh, uh, right. we were we were at my we were in Houston this past weekend for my goddaughter's birthday, and uh, all of a sudden we were all playing this game called Basta. I don't know if there's like an English version for it, but basically, <clears throat> somebody. So you have a, a piece of paper that has a name, 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 last name, um, like city country or state i guess color food like fruit or or vegetable and an animal and a thing right you have those categories Mm -hmm. and then somebody says starts with the letter a and then inside their head they're like saying the alphabet somebody says basta or stop and then the letter that is chosen you have to you know put something in each category with that letter. And then the first person finish says stop and then counts to 10. And then uh, you go doing points and stuff for it. Anyway, so we're playing that game and uh, all of a sudden, you know, my wife just goes, oh, she points at something like that with her eyes like wide open. No. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> one of my nieces just like, she just screams. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I turn around and I, and I said, Oh, I see this. You know, <laughs> big old black roach up on the on like the, yeah. t- the top of the pantry, and uh, I just start kind of laughing, and everybody just starts freaking out, moves out of the kitchen area. I think my mother in law, my my uh, brother in law, and myself kind of kind of stayed back, mm-hmm. and uh, they were all just looking at it. And they said, it's a flying roach. Oh, God. And I was just sit- sitting there like, yeah, it's a flying roach. Ugh. And the thing just goes, it flies. Oh, no. <clears throat> and it, like, lands on me. No. But no. But I was wearing... Sorry, I was wearing a, <laughs> I was wearing a black shirt. So, And the thing is, it was, like, it was, it was more... It was really dark. It wasn't just uh-huh. a, a light brown. It was a really dark, almost black brown. So I couldn't find it Ugh. on my shirt. I was like, where is it? And then I see it, you know, crawling up my stomach. You're making me squirm, dude. Hurry up. Finish the story. <laughs> I, <kinda laughs> I can smack, feel it on my body. Okay, I, smack the, I smack the roach off my, my belly and it falls on the chair. And it's just, it's stunned look, like on this the chair like that. And then mm-hmm. uh, I tell my brother-in-law, all right. And my, my, my mother-in-law, okay, I'm going to smack it onto the floor and then you guys kill it. And they're like, got it. And so I smack it. And it falls to the floor, and my brother-in-law steps on it, and then my finger was all juicy. For, I don't know no, from what. No, 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 no. So need I had to stop. get up I'm and done. go wash my hand. That's disgusting. So, that is the worst a, story I've ever heard in my life. Since you shared a cockroach story, I felt like I had to share uh, my recent experience. It wasn't as spooky. No. You know, it well, wasn't as spooky I, as yours, but. Yes, <clears> that. I was gonna say yes, but or no, but yes, because for you had said I have a cockroach story, and then as you started, I completely forgot what your what the topic I guess was. <laughs> so when you went when you said that Valeria, I was like, oh, like behind you, I was like, oh my god, it was a ghost, and then you're like, it was a roach. I was like, oh yeah, I should have known that. So it was a little spooky for like a half a second when I forgot that we were talking about roaches. And that's funny because your story, the entire time you don't find out it's a roach until the very end. And mine, I literally told you at the beginning, it was a cockroach story. 
And you still thought yeah. it was a ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we were, yeah, my brain went spooky updates for, like I said, a half second, and then I forgot, I remembered what we were at. I mean, for um, me, it's not really spooky, but I guess for you, it'd be kind of spooky. I, yeah, no, you, I, well, I got full body chills, but because I was disgusted, not because it was scary. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, let's get into these stories, yeah? Yeah. Okay, you want to go first? So my first, yeah, my first story is from Zombie, oh like goodness. Bay and yeah. Zombie, Zombie. Oh, oh, right. oh, is that, Okay. Yeah, uh, from the subreddit Paranormal Encounters. The title is Shadow Child Follows Me Around. Oh, no. So since I was like 12, I've noticed this dark figure just standing in the dark areas of homes and darker areas outside. And it looks exactly like a child, like six to seven because of how tall it is. It's never given me a bad feeling like it wanted to hurt me, but it, was, but it, it has scared me a few times and I think it low-key enjoys to get me spooked sometimes. So it's also never tried to communicate and I've never really tried to communicate with it. I guess is what they were trying to say, but there has also been some weird occurrences that happened while guests were around like papers flying, like someone just smacked them. And I found the book I was reading in a spot. I've never put it before. I asked my boyfriend and he said he didn't move it. My boyfriend's stuff gets moved and our dog often stares at the st- at the door and the hair on the back of my on um, the hair on my on her back stands up. Oh, the dog. Mm, yeah. Heckles. It honestly looks, huh? Her heckles raised? Oh. Is that what it's called? Yes. I just call it Hannah's mohawk. It honestly looks like a little boy or maybe a girl with a shorter hair. And like I said, it never gave me the impression that it wanted to hurt me or my family, and I'm not the only one who's seen it. I invited a friend of mine over and spent the night. Now my friend is like all into the spirit stuff, like spirit boards and tarot and all that good stuff. He started freaking out and saying he was, he saw a kid in my kitchen right before, right behind me while using the spirit board. I like how he's just casually using a spirit board in the kitchen while she's in there too. (laughs) He got up and turned the lights on and there was nothing and there was nothing. He then gathered all his stuff and left at 4:30 in the morning and called me the next day still freaking out and crying telling me about the little boy. Mm. I've since started calling him Aiden. I think he's cool with it because nothing Don't has happened the that. past year I was about to say the past few months, but he has also followed me when I moved out of my parents' house and in my boyfriend's. Other than that, I haven't seen him for a while. And then somebody says, that's some freaky stuff. Have you ever done any research on the house where you first saw this little guy? Maybe he's connected to you because while you were a child, he just latched on to your energy and has has looked, oh, hasn't looked back. It's very interesting to hear stuff like your situation. Thank you for sharing. Laughing my ass off. Anytime I have a few stories like this, my grandma said I was some kind of outlet or something of the like. She firmly believed I was sensitive to the paranormal. But if you want to hear more about Aiden, let me know. I kind of feel like the kid latched on to you because you named him Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like the moment you name something or acknowledge it in that way, like you're fucked. (laughs) That was mistake number one and or 
five really because they're playing with Ouija boards and stuff. I was yeah, I was gonna say too, like f- for 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 the friend for being somebody who is really into spirits in the Ouija board. I don't know. I guess I'm into stuff and I would freak out too, but I also wouldn't be playing with a Ouija Not board like that, and then yeah. freak out because this person was also and this person is like into tarot and like other forms of divination. So it's not like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not using any form of divination. Like this person is basically yeah. asking for it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, they shouldn't so, yeah, be. I just don't understand the reaction. Yeah. No, I agree. Cause it's like, it's, it's like playing with fire and then getting burned. It's like, well, what'd you expect? Yeah. You know? No, yeah. So I'm saying they're basically asking for it. Um, Unless they just never thought that it was real. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Mine is also from Paranormal Encounters, and it's by Full... Of shit. (laughs) I I feel like there should be a second uh, F, but uh, Full of fucking bears, 313. Oh. Um, So this one caught my attention because of where it was located, Uh, but this is the one that I didn't read all the way through, but I I kind of Is this here in the valley? No. Wow. (laughs) So I'm not really sure where to post this, but I'm hoping this is the right place. When I lived in Austin, sometime around 2015. (laughs) Yes, it's the Austin reference. Uh, When I lived in Austin sometime around 2015, I went to the Verizon store to pay my bill one time. And when I was in there... There is this middle-aged guy getting set up or with whatever the newest Galaxy phone was at the time. Not sure which one it was, but it was expensive. And this yeah. dude comes in. Oh, like, yeah. That was his first expensive. mistake. <laughs> whatever. No, because it's uh, a Galaxy. Yeah, whatever. Still better than iPhones. Uh, and this dude comes in that looks sort of like the human from Ratatouille. Uh, but if he hadn't slept in weeks and with bleach blonde hair. I kind of uh, feel like that's what he looks like. Yeah, I mean, most cooks, that's what they look like, yeah. yeah. He maybe just didn't have the bags under his eyes and stuff. Or bleach blonde hair, he was a redhead. But mm. um, So he had really dark circles around his eyes and just generally, generally looked sickly. He gets up beside the guy and tells him, you should sell that to me for $20. And the guy laughs, thinking he's joking around. Then looks up at the guy, and he's holding a $20 bill between his fingers and his arms straight out. The second, the creepy dude, locks eyes with him. The middle-aged guy starts slowly handing the dude his new phone, but his arm is shaking, and he looks like he's trying so hard not to do it. Like he's fighting his own body to prevent him from doing it, but failing while locking eyes with this guy with a horrified look on his face the whole time. Well, eventually the creepy guy gets the phone and starts to walk off and the middle-aged guy is freaking out, regretting it and panicking, going, what did I do that over and over again? I thought he was just scared of the guy or something. So I went after him. Uh, So I went after him to try and get this dude's phone back. And eventually I found him outside and he looks me in the eyes and he says, you should get out of my way. And I'm not kidding at all. I felt like I was, I got transported to somewhere else. And the only way to quote unquote, get back to reality was to obey this guy. 
like when he talked to me, the world around me just got dim and sort of blurry. And it was like a tunnel vision uh, with just him in front of me as the only thing that was clear and normal looking. And my ears were ringing. The longer I didn't listen to him, the worse it got. And the more I felt like I was like, and this is them saying like, it's not me. Yeah. Uh, and the, the more I felt like I was like away from where I actually was. Uh, it was then that I realized what the guy felt and why he did it. It's one of the most unexplainable events in my life. I've met sociopaths, uh, master manipulators, and creepy people like that. But this guy was working on a whole different level. It was absolutely creepy. Um, so, yeah, it's like the whole like vampire powers. Oops, I was sorry. about to say, Long these family. are not the droids you are looking for. I mean, that one too, I guess. But yeah. These aren't the droids we're looking for. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it was, what it seemed like it was. Okay. I have a theory. Okay, go. David Blaine in a blonde wig. Oh, my goodness. But he doesn't look like Ratatouille. He's but he's too got candle, bags under like his eyes. Someone in the comments was like, I think he just met a very charming meth head. <laughs> that- <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he may have just had the meth charm. That's what they said. So apparently, that's that's a thing. Because, wow. um, like, when I was originally reading through it, when like the guy was handing over the phone, like shaking, I thought maybe it was because he was scared. Because maybe there is like a gun that was concealed mm-hmm. that he didn't see. Like that's where my head went. Yeah. But then that supposedly, you know, the author of this story also felt it. And kind of confirmed that it was some sort of weird mind control thing um, is what made the story weird. Weird, and I I kept it. But yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever read a story about like mind manipulation. I guess like that. I mean, you see it in like TV shows with vampires or Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, your turn. All right. Well, I have another, uh, I guess it's a little ghost story. This one's actually pretty good. I liked it a lot. This is also from uh, the Reddit, subreddit Paranormal Encounters by The June. The hyphen June, J-O-O-N. I had an encounter with an old friend is the title. Mm. I had an encounter with an old friend years ago, back in 1999. I'm a musician who has been in a few bands back in the day. We had a studio to play slash practice in any in in and everything. I was a singer. An old friend, Kevin, came down and filled in for the drumming while we were looking for a drummer. He couldn't commit to the band, but was willing to help out. I knew him for years before this. Anyway, we found our drummer and thanked him, and he was on his way. Months go by, and we lose the lease on our studio, so the band broke up. A few months later, I get a call for a guitar player in a country band. So now I'm playing guitar. Things are going good. We have a CD and a financial backer who owns the rec- recording studio who's also who also wants to buy us a bus. Couldn't get any better. Long story short, the singer who doesn't drink gets drunk and causes out the financial ba- backer. We lose it all. I packed oh up and God. headed for the Great Lakes. I know, right? I'd be so fucking pissed. Yep. I packed up and I would have been like, you know what? Fuck this guy. We'll find somebody else to sing. Just, you know, yeah. don't take our money. Yeah, seriously. 
I pack up and head for the Great Lakes, found a band and started gigging. A year later, I transferred from my job back home to Virginia. Every year, there's a band jam slash competition here in my hometown. This year, I was just watching. I go to the stage area and listen to one of the bands. I get a push from behind. It's my old buddy, Kevin. He is with a beautiful girl and I had never seen before. Not his wife. They both looked great. He looked better than I had ever seen him. We chit-chatted a while about music and what I had been doing. Then he told me he had he had sold his drums and had been playing that much. He hadn't been playing that much, which floored me. Then he was like, do you want to get another beer? And I said, sure. So we went to the kegs and he poured me, a, me and himself a beer. We continued to drink and listen to the band. Well, that band finished up and there was time before the next band started. The perfect time for a bathroom break. When I came back, Kevin was nowhere in sight. So I hung out for a little while longer. It was boring now. For some reason, me, the guy who knows everyone, didn't know anyone there. So I left. Two weeks go by. I went to see my musician friends of mine, some musician friends of mine. A singer friend who married another drummer friend uh, asked if I had gone to the band, band jam. I said that I did go. She asked if I had seen anyone that we knew. I said that I had seen Kevin and that we had hung out for a while. Mm. But besides that, I had seen no one else. Jeez. She became infuriated. Bullshit, she kept saying. She was pissed. She didn't even want to hear what I had to say. She told me Kevin had, had been dead for almost a year now and that I was full of shit. I had never been treated like this by her before. She wouldn't let me explain. She said he was in Florida and stepped out in front of a bus and was run over and died. Anyway, she was so ticked and being unreasonable, I went home. I did speak with his widow just last year, and she confirmed he did sell his drum kit. I told her this story. She said, oh, that's interesting. I've kinda, I kind of just left it at that. I don't, I don't think she thinks I'm very sane now. <laughs> I know that I ex- what I experienced was real. Well, that's my story. I got to hang out with an old friend for about 30 minutes, even though he had passed away. I thought maybe he faked his death, but after talking with those that went to his funeral, well, he went into the ground. It happened. I saw and spoke with him and had a beer with an old friend. And then Uh, somebody said, what you've experienced is, uh, go ahead. No, 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 here you go. I'll say it right now. Uh, somebody said, what you've experienced isn't entirely unusual. And while it's very possible that you were hanging out with a doppelganger, so to speak, what I have found in my research, admittedly, I'm no expert, but I've been in supernatural phenomena for two decades, is that people sometimes do have this, these experiences where they get to talk to or even be with someone who has passed. And often this happens before the individual had knowledge of the passing. I'm not sure why. We could speculate until we're blue in the face, but people report this kind of phenomenon most often through phone calls, but barely, but rarely in person, like your story. Uh, phone, and then he puts like phone calls with the dead by uh, D. Scott Rogo and Raymond Bayless. We don't die by George Anderson's conversations with the other side, Joel Martin and Patricia Romanowski. Yeah, there's a. I feel like that's been coming up a lot their listener stories that they do of someone passing away and like, yeah, getting like one last visit or seeing someone and then, or something. Sometimes it's like the a cat that, you know, passed away and they find out later that like it, the person or, or pet passed away, but 
they saw them one last time mm-hmm. or they'll have like a dream or something um but yeah um since you read a story that i had also picked out oh did you gonna, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and go with this other one you should have told me that was one of your stories so i could have stopped because i know you said you only had three that's fine i i found this one um it's a little long, but if I sound nasally or congested or whatever, sorry, not sorry. Getting over a cold. So this one is by Rosereddy underscore, and it's called The Big Hotel Spook in England. A long one, but a spooky one that just happened to us this summer. Me and my boyfriend stayed at a pub hotel in the early summer back when we were long distance and boyfriend was still living in a different region. We would regularly come up, he would regularly come up to see me and we'd stay in different hotels in my area of England because I lived with my family. In this pub in the room we were staying in, we had been having a bit of an argument, but before it could escalate, I decided to go outside and sit in my car for five minutes. So I left the hotel and sat in my car, which was in the car park, a little after 9 p.m. When I returned to the room about five minutes later, my boyfriend told me that we were in trouble with the manager for being noisy. He told me that after he returned to the room, the manager had knocked on our room door and told him off for making a noise, saying that he had received two complaints about the noise we had been making. Before we checked out the next morning, I was looking out of our room window and saw a young couple also leaving and wondered if it had been them who who we'd annoyed and who had complained. We went out for breakfast and things about the complaint didn't add up to me. So for one thing, we weren't that loud and hadn't been arguing for even that long before I went out to my car. So how had two people managed to complain for that complaint to go straight to the manager all in the space of five minutes? It took me all in the space of the five minutes it took me to walk to my car and back. I concluded to my boyfriend that the manager must have heard us himself and made up about the two different guests that had complained. Fast forward to the afternoon of the day that we checked out and we unexpectedly needed to book another night at this pub hotel due to the trains all being on strike when a boyfriend was due to travel back home. While I was at work, my boyfriend went back to the pub and checked us in for another night. He apologized to us for being noisy the night before to the woman who was checking him in again. The woman said she hadn't known about us having made a noise, made any noise, and my boyfriend told her that the manager had knocked on her door last night and told him off. The woman member of staff said that it was odd because the only staff that they have at night was a chef and the young male bartender, and neither of them go upstairs, and that their manager was a woman with blonde hair, not a man. Hmm. The female member of the staff said she doesn't know who this man was, and none of the staff do, but the other guests have also told her the same, that a man had knocked on their door complaining about the noise, implying to be the manager. Uh, Well, the man my boyfriend had spoken to was in his 60s with gelled back salt and pepper hair and he was really mean my boyfriend recalled to me later that when he apologized this man just glared at him and didn't make a move 
to leave and didn't make a move to leave. So my boyfriend just awkwardly shut the door on him. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you're just Can standing I- there like staring at you all pissed off. And you're like, okay, Bye. closing the door now. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And then you look out the people and he's still just there glaring at you. Oh, no. I would call somebody at that point. That's creepy. My boyfriend asked who else had stayed there, but was told that us and the other couple I saw leaving were the only guests that previous night. This left us questioning who on earth the man was who knocked on our door pretending to be the manager. So that night, we were feeling quite creeped out. We were in a different room that was just the opposite one that we had previously stayed in. Anyway, eventually we forgot about it and we were having a bit of a laugh when a really hard knock on our room door rang out. Stop Uh, laughing! Basically, probably. My heart sank and I was telling my boyfriend not to answer because it's the man again. He, of course, answered anyway. And the door was about two to three feet from the bed we were on. He opened the door and there wasn't anybody there or in the corridor, Uh, which we were at the very end of. It was a long, straight, creaky corridor. We, well, (laughs) sorry. Like, well, we were terrified by now. Like, no. The next day, my boyfriend emailed the pub explaining the situation and saying that we were concerned uh about and about a weird stranger that was knocking on the doors in their hotel we gave them the exact times of both incidents and asked them to check their cctv cameras one of which was right next to both of the rooms that we stayed in the manageress i didn't know that was a thing is that a thing manageress uh i guess the i just manager right um the manageress replied to the email with this, and then they put in um, <clears throat> brackets. Oh. In brackets, it says, it's a screenshot of the email my boyfriend received from the pub, but since I can't attach images, I have transcribed the email. It goes as follows. Dear Mr. Blank, following your recent complaint about another guest knocking at your door late at night, we reviewed our CCTV footage from... 80623 to 9 and 90623 at the stated times these incidents took place. On 806.23 at exactly 2105 p.m., CCTV footage showed a man knocking and having a brief conversation with the guest in the room, after which the man turned left and walked down the corridor. However, he was not picked up on CCTV footage, leaving the premises or walking further down the corridor. Following this, we have gone over security points of the building and made sure all entrances are secured to prevent anything like this from happening again. On 9.06.23, however, we did not pick up anything unusual happening on our cameras at the stated time of the incident. We hope these incidents didn't affect your stay at blah 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 pub. We apologize profusely for no, 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 Maybe it's in the comments. I didn't check. You scared the shit out of me, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I was like so focused. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we hope these incidents didn't affect your stay at blank blank pub. Um, 
and we apologize profusely for any stress this may have caused. Just know we have taken all measures to resolve this. Regards, blah, blah, blah. Um, this email to us made us feel validated that we didn't imagine our experience, especially to have it confirmed by the manager herself via CCTV. We did ask to see the footage ourselves, but our further emails were ignored, unfortunately. This pub was taken over by a pub chain company, and they are very strict on their staff about being anti-ghost stories and only focusing mm. on quality customer service, according to the former member of staff who I, by chance, managed to speak to. This member of staff told me some crazy things about the pub. I'll add uh, more in a further comment if this gets read and engaged by with anyone. Thank you for reading this far. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I expected nothing to be on the cameras, like, at all. Mm -hmm. Like so, him talking to nobody or something? Yeah, like, both times. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, the second time, yes, it happened, I guess, but... Because um, the second time, they, they opened the door and nobody was there, right? Yeah. And somebody, one of the comments did say, like, what if there's, like, a space between the rooms that this guy like lives that's in. what i was thinking dude yeah. i was thinking like we don't talk about brew no 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 <laughs> no seen i i only encanto. saw half of encanto so uh, does he live in the walls of the house i guess i think so oh <clears throat> yeah i think yeah he lives in he lives between the walls of the house and how of the wall he oh my god yes he does <laughs> Um, sorry, I know it was kind of long and had to do some grammar corrections on the fly, but I thought it was creepy. Nah, but it was, I mean, it was pretty good because, like you said, like, it, it, it's validation, but at the same time, it'd be, I think, you know, it's fucking creepy, dude. Because, like, even if it isn't, with? yeah, and, like, even if it wasn't a ghost... Like, either way, it's, it's creepy. creepy as shit. Yeah, because it could be someone living in the walls, which is creepy as fuck, or it's a ghost, which is so creepy as fuck. So, um, yeah. Or like it's like that there's movie. no good. Hmm? There's no good what? There's no good outcome or no yeah. good, like, this or that. It's like that movie, um, I think, Real Geniuses or something with Val Kilmer. I don't know if you remember it. It sounds where the familiar yeah where the yeah. guy lives in their closet and uh he supposedly sneaks in and out when they're not looking and the guy's like doing homework and he's like got his mirror out like that looking at him watching him like go into the into the closet mm. and he's yeah it's fine it just reminded me of that too i don't know i like the title sounds familiar but i don't remember it's an old movie. It's like from the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Old, like you. You're from yeah. the 80s. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's okay. Carlos likes to call himself an 80s kid. I was like, you're literally born in 89. More than halfway through 89. <laughs> I still call 80s. myself an 80s kid, too. When I was but you're born 88. 88. Yeah, but at least you're 88. At least you completed a whole year, you know. In the 80s, at least. Almost two. Yeah, he did not. Because I was born at the beginning of 88. He was an 80s so baby. I had all for... of 88 and all of 89. Yeah. 
He had four months of the last 80s. Yeah, of the 80s. Well, dude, because then I think about it, too, because Batman came out the year, I think, if not the year I was born, the year after. Don't you wonder that? Like, how did I, how do I remember this from my childhood if I was, like, two when it came out or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I wasn't even old enough to watch it, but I watched the shit out of it when I was four. Yeah. But then, and I also remember there not being a lot of, like, I remember there being uh, a lot of time between Batman and Batman, Batman Returns, which I think Batman Returns came out in 1992, which would be four years. But obviously when I was watching Batman, uh, it was probably, again, it was probably the year that Batman Returns came out. Yeah. I don't know. I think about that sometimes like movies that I remember so vividly from my childhood came out like way before you should have been watching them kind of thing yeah 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 I agree I have those moments too or like cartoons and stuff that we used to watch too that they came out like in a but like at a certain time certain point in time like and i think like i don't like i remember watching this yeah you know it's like, like what i reason like you shouldn't have memories from like two three four years old but yeah you distinctly remember something that came out when you were that age mm-hmm. all right oh shit i'm supposed to read <laughs> yeah my bad <laughs> I'm going to skip over this one and then come and then if I will see, I might come back to it, but I doubt it. So this is the one of them that was kind of, oh yeah, I liked it. Uh, This is uh, from the subreddit alien encounters from user subject underscore pi eight, five, two, nine. Was it a dream or something more last night? was the scariest night for my daughter and I. We were all sleeping, and then I started to dream, it's in quotations, dream where some tall being in a dark uniform tries to grab me out of bed. At first, I kept telling myself to wake up from this dream. After a couple of minutes, I couldn't open my eyes. I I could feel being in my body. I was aware of things around me, but I could not open my eyes. At some point, I felt complete fear overtake my whole body. This happened when the being tried to touch me. The touch itself hurt a lot and felt like it was depleting me of all my happiness. I managed to fight and scream with all of my might. I scared my husband awake and could not stop shivering and crying because my heart felt so horrid, uh, such a horrid void of fear. Then I sat in bed being comforted by my husband. I heard this being talk to another being and say, her daughter. Then I could feel my daughter's fear. She started to scream from her room. I ended up screaming from the pain I felt because caused by my daughter's fear. At this point, our cats let out a weird cry and were running downstairs. My husband ran towards our daughter's room, leaving me alone in our bedroom. I sat no. there and saw the tall being standing at the end of our bed. Oh, no. I tried telling it to leave us alone mentally over and over again. That fear is only temporary, but that fear is only temporary, but that we are eternally 
happy and have such love in our hearts that something that that cannot be and that's something that cannot be changed it stood there and then it disappeared into thin air there was a flash of light outside our window with a weird sound my husband made it back with our daughter in his arms and we all just laid in bed hugging each other i did not sleep after this wondering what was this hmm. i'm like trying or when you were talking about how the little girl screams and the dad goes running and like leaves her in the room i well, one, I feel like I would have ran with him to my yeah, but like part of me is like, oh, I would have ran like because I would have wanted to be there for my daughter too if she was crying out, but also like don't leave don't me fucking here. leave me here by myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like, well, yeah, it's got to be when when something is like tall and lanky, and so it just makes it look even taller. I was like, why is that so? creepy to think of but i guess it's just something towering over you anything you know like that just kind of is like a primal instinct right it's like you feel Mm -hmm. smaller and inadequate and weak kind of thing yeah i wasn't i i just kind of creeped out by it just the whole situation and then you know how she could feel her daughter's fear and then the little girl screams and the cat's reacting it's yeah, just, yeah, that's I for some reason that detail of like the cats reacting, it's like you would hope that your pets stick around and try and like help you or fight off yeah. whatever evil. And it's like they were both like, fuck this and just took off. Well it's like it's like uh one of the other guys another buddy uh that is in that little group that gets together. Mm-hmm. He was talking. he was asking me about the podcast the other day and then uh you know, because it was around the time, or I think the 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 Congress stuff had just happened with oh. with that guy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which we'll, we need to get to at some point. But I need to find like a video where you know I can watch everything and or at least the you know the Highlights. important the bullet points. Yeah. Um. But he said he said something that was like uh. I get it. I get what he's saying uh, where he said that if he sees something like out of the corner of his eye, he's just gonna whatever, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Dismiss it yeah. as nothing. Um, but the, like when uh, his pet reacts to something, mm. that's when it freaks him out more because you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be reacting to anything type of thing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, that lets him talking there. That was him talking to the mm-hmm. pet because he said about one time where his parents went away and he was alone in the house. And uh, I think I want to say he said that he was laying on the sofa. Maybe I should have gotten permission to, to share the story, but sorry, Pippa, if you're listening, Tito, don't tell him. <laughs> uh, and um, he was like, I think, like I said, I think he was laying on the couch or doing something. He was watching TV, something. But his dog looks into his bedroom Ugh. and the light was off and stuff. And she just kind of looked freaked out. I don't remember if, if he said that she was barking or not. Um, but he kind of just got up and walks to the room. I was like, why? Dude? No, that's and he's just like, all right, fuck it. And he goes into the room and turns on the light. And, uh, you know, there was there's nothing in there. And then he said that he had to sleep in the room, obviously because his parents weren't there that 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 at that time. 
or that weekend or whatever it was. And so he had to go to sleep that night, but he was still freaked out because the dog had freaked out, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that he was just in bed, like praying like <laughs> our father over and over again until like he would finally like go to sleep. No. And then he would realize and he would wake up and he would start praying to our father again. Ugh. And then he was like, and so it sounds that like was an awful his, night of sleep. Yeah. No, for real. Yeah. But yeah, that was it just reminds me of that, you know, what he said that if he sees something out of the corner of his eye, he'll just dismiss it basically as, you know, mind playing tricks yeah. on him and stuff like that. But like once a dog or a cat or something is reacting or looking up into the corners, he goes he said something about somebody tell, having, having told him about the corners of rooms and stuff. And that's where things like to, you know, inhabit. Yeah. Um, but when like kids or pets look into the corners of rooms for him, that's just like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> it's like dolls <clears throat> to me. So it's from Paranormal Encounters by Perplexing Camel. And it's called Shower Prank. You didn't pick that one, did you? No. Oh, okay. My other one's an alien story. Oh, yeah. So it says, I'm a strong believer that if you acknowledge something, it gets stronger. This happened to me months ago, and I just want to put it out into the world in hopes that it takes away the temptation to bring this up to my fiance all the time. One evening after work, I went to take a shower. I will admit that I had not slept the night before, so I was incredibly tired. I had my music as loud as I would as loud as it would go on my phone so I could hear it over the rushing water. About midway through my music volume lowered to silent. I already hate it because mm-hmm. I quite often listen to music like that while I'm showering. So I think oh, yeah, I would too. uh I don't know what I would do if I'd probably throw my phone, break it, run out naked like fuck this. I don't know. Uh, I turned around to the open. Sorry, I turned around to open the curtain and find out why. When my fiance pulled back the curtain a little bit, stuck his head in the shower and grinned at me. Oh, motherfucker! It was the fiance. <laughs> uh, especially, and if I had like shampoo and like soap in my eye, I'd be like so panicked and try and like scrape out the soap in my eyes to it's fucking like punch him in the throat. Yeah. I looked at him with confusion, and he popped his head back out before turning the light off and closing the bathroom door. To say I was furious, I know, right? To say I was furious is an understatement. I really don't like certain kinds of pranks. Call me lame if you want. And one involving wet and slippery darkness just hit me hard with how tired I was. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I immediately stepped out of the shower and flipped the light back on. Switches right by the shower and the door. Um, there's only about a foot between the two as they share a wall and stormed out of the bathroom without even getting a towel. Yeah. I found my fiance sitting at his computer with his headset on and absolutely no and absolutely laid on him. Uh, He had this confused and panic expression and asked why he would think that was funny telling him to never do that again and he asked me to explain what he did wrong which made me angrier oh my god dude oh my god isn't it so unsettling okay but when he said he had been playing since before he even went to the shower i believed him to begin with he hates pranks even more than i do we've been together for six years and he's never so much as jumped out from the corner to startle me and I've never seen him mess with anyone else. 
He is not the type of person that would even think to do something like that. But I was so tired that none of that sank in before I lost it on him. Along with simply not being the type, the setup of the apartment would have made it impossible for him to get back to the office without me hearing him. Between the bathroom and the office, there is a noisy metal baby gate and leaving and baby gate, the living room, the kitchen, and another noisy metal baby gate in the office doorway. I would have heard his footsteps on the wooden floors if he were moving as quickly as he would have needed to. I've thought about it over and over. It's the creepiest thing that has ever happened to me, and I want to write it off as me being sleep-deprived, but I had to turn my music back up. I had to flip the light switch back on. I had to open the bathroom door to get out. We leave it open when we shower because it's just the two of us in the bathroom uh, has poor ventilation for steam. I made him check the apartment for anyone else, even though I know what he looks like, and that face was him. I asked him to stay in the bathroom with me until I washed the conditioner out of my hair. I think about this every time I shower now. Yeah, I bet. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I could shower in that shower again, dude. I don't, like, not without, like, the shower curtain would be open, and it would the just door be the would clear be open. Code. No, Carlos would probably honestly have to, like, sit in there with me. I don't think I could. Or, like, be in the room, you know, in the bedroom kind of thing. I don't think I could shower by myself for quite a while. Um, we've had some random things happen before that like stuff moving places that we didn't put it, um, it sounds we could rational, try to rationalize forever. The motion sensor triggering on the cameras over nothing, but nothing nowhere near that level before then. I don't know what I'm looking for here other than a moment to write out, write out my brain or ring out my brain. Sorry. But if anyone has had a similar experience, this misery would be welcome. Would welcome some company. Um, mm. Yeah, <laughs> and someone is like that motherfucker is not real. And that lady on the plane that was hallucinating. Oh, the, the silly dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you ever? I I saw a TikTok later, and I don't know if it was real or not, but it was supposedly the guy that she was claiming was a reptilian dude uh-huh but the whole thing was the guy had like freemason symbols or some shit on his jacket or he had a pin or some shit like some freemason stuff so she starts going off on him like she starts telling him stuff and then he just starts fucking with her oh my and, t- oh. and telling her shit so like she freaks out on him because he's telling her this shit to provoke her and the guy but the thing is like supposedly again i would need to find the tiktok again and i don't even know if the tiktok is real or if it's just a guy kind of making up a story to go along with what the fuck was going on yeah but if if it is real you know that's kind of it's funny it's fucking hilarious because of how bad she reacted and just fucking idiotic of how bad she reacted yeah but yeah, and uh, because apparently the guy says that the guy, be- the person behind them, is just listening to what he's saying, and he's just kind of chuckling. Uh-huh. And then the guy kind of turns around and says, "Watch this." And then mm. I don't know if he says something else, and that triggers the chick like real bad. And then he did like he said he did it twice to where like the guy behind him was just he was laughing at it because mm. he he knew it was fucking insane. Yeah. Um. But yeah. 
but yeah, no, that story did not go the way I was thinking. Like I, so, okay, this is how I was pl- going to play in my head, right? Uh-huh. So the the boyfriend or whatever pranks her, leaves, or the fiance pranks her, leaves, you know, and she turns back up her music, turns the light back on, and gets in the shower again. And the, you know, the light goes out again and her phone goes back on silent. But this time, you know, he's not, nobody's there. Yeah. That's, you know? Yeah. And then the the way my imagine would have been, was going to be like, it happens again, but this time something peeks in again and grins. Ugh. And, but it's, but it's that, that grin that Nicole. Yeah. yeah no, we don't have to talk you know? about that. I'm sitting in the closet <laughs> by myself. I don't need it's, that imagery. You know. That kind of yeah. that kind of grin and just it's not her boyfriend this time. That was yeah. my imagine to make it creepier. No. But then when you just <laughs> said that he, when once you said that he was in the office with his headphones on, I was like, no, it's it wasn't this motherfucker. Who, yeah. And just thinking like, oh, I, I'm getting goosebumps again. Just thinking about it's like just super unsettling. Yeah, because he's he like looked in yeah. and smiled. Yeah, that that I think that is the most unsettling part. Yes, like that's the worst. That yeah. that, that just. Again, like I just thought about it again, a normal person doing it, but it not being your significant other. Yeah, I just got yeah, chills, yeah. you know, again. It's, yeah. It's, it's, that's why I wanted to read it. Horrible, dude. And I was trying oh to keep God. it together too, like in the beginning, like, oh, yeah, okay, this is like, I don't want to give away that it's, yeah, what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I hated it. And that's why I saved that one for last because. I hope everyone uh, is unsettled now. <laughs> definitely a good way to end. Sorry for any of you who are going to bed already. <laughs> well, but smart ones don't listen bad. to this at night. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Well, we have a few that listen right at midnight when it gets uploaded. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I promise. Uh, Yeah, that was bad. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't like... Um, I don't know. what Like a shape shifting doppelganger mock what is what are they called um oh my god something with an m mimic mimics yeah none none of those anything trying to or pretending to be something it's not or a significant other loved one is not it no yeah but that's all I got for this uh, this episode. You got one more for us? No. We're ending it on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was... It, uh, this one's not... This is going to be stupid compared to that. So, no. We're not... We're done. We're, that's okay. it. We're, we're good. We're good for the... Jeez. Uh, I'm still fucking over here Still stunned, thinking dude. about it? Like, yeah, what? bro. It fucked with me good. I, that, uh, that's why I'm like... Yeah, I I read it and then reading it again to you right now, like it's not even like ooh that was spooky. It's like no, I don't I don't like the way that makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Like it's it makes you feel a, a type of way. Like if this is it. made up, there that was a fucking great story. Yeah, you know, and if it's real, fuck, dude. Fuck that. Like, I literally would not feel comfortable in my house anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and then, and then, so then add a different layer. Okay, fine. Let's say it's not paranormal. It's still fucking weird if, because Who's now in it's, my house? yeah, exactly. 
and how'd they get in there and you know yeah mm. i mean best case scenario scenario your fiance is in this for just the that light haul. on his feet huh no oh. yeah he's in in this joke for the long haul and like on his deathbed he'll admit to you that it was actually him and he somehow pulled it off or has yeah. been brother this whole time like <laughs> some shit you know yeah um that would be like best case scenario yeah that, that's why i said best case scenario um but yeah uh, yeah i didn't like it and i'm glad that it unsettled you as much as it did me and i hope it unsettled everyone else who listened to it because I had to torture myself with that, Damn. so you get that yeah. too. That was pretty crazy, dude. No, <laughs> that was good. I think, I think that's probably been the best story of high strangeness so far this year. It wasn't it such a slight little twist ending that, like, like why why was that not obvious? Like, why didn't I? Why didn't my brain or what, both of our brains not go? To it being a mimic. Because, 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 like, that's not what... I don't know. Because she says bathroom pranks. So I was like, oh, okay, well, her... her That's not where my brain went. And yeah. usually, like, I, I can see things coming. Yeah, not this and one. And th- that didn't happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, with my story with a drummer friend, I knew somehow he the dude was dead or he was going to die soon yeah. or something. You he was going to see like, him. Yeah. Yeah. That one I, f- I felt like I saw coming, but this one, like, I just, I didn't see it. I mean, uh, if somebody else saw it coming, you, you know. Like in Sherlock Holmes over here. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, in my head, it was going to be the dude plays a prank on her. He walks out. The same shit happens, but this time he's not there, mm. you know, because I feel yeah. like that's, that would be the most logical, yeah. you know, prank thing that would have happened, you know. Mm. Like he plays plays a prank, and then it happens again. But whoop! He's sorry, this time it wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, dude! I'm just thinking about it now. Like I, I can't get the image of him yeah. like peeking in Stop. and smiling and, out of yeah. my fucking head. Me either. You know what I mean? That's like I think I think that's what I hate is that, and I almost feel like it's only as scary as your imagination can make it. You know what I mean? Like you mentioning that um, Nicole's aunt like that kind of smile like what i had pictured for that was terrifying and now i'm picturing it for this and i'm like i where it's almost human but it's a little too contorted to actually be human yeah so something seems off but you can't pinpoint it right away like that's what i'm imagining um and then you got like soap in your eyes and that's what i'm saying like i i like i don't have my glasses because obviously i'm not mm, gonna shower my glasses on exactly yeah i rarely yeah so because then the other thing that I that I remember is that one time that I was sitting in my patient's room and I kind of just saw that little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. girl no, like yeah. peek. You know what I mean? It reminds <laughs> yeah. but even then that doesn't seem as scary as as this. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I guess because she was looking at him. Uh, and I kind of just saw it like out of the corner of your eye. Out of the corner of my yeah. eye. So it's kind of like what you were saying with your friends. Like you could almost yeah. play that off like uh, maybe it's I my just. my mind playing yeah. tricks on me or some shit. Yeah. But her clearly seeing her fiance. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. That's super unsettling. Well, and off. then that's the other thing too is like it's mimicking an actual person versus maybe that little girl, you know, is probably just a little girl ghost. But mm-hmm. 
Oh, I do like Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to do stuff to get this out of my head before I try yeah, to go to bed. Go watch some some uplifting or up- some happy uplifting. friends or yeah. something. That sounds creepy too. I don't know how much of that I could sing without us getting a <laughs> find or some shit. Yeah. All right, guys, if you'd like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media, so make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening sites, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And also go check out Pearl Skull Alchemy. She's got some new candles coming out. They, <laughs> they look like they smell amazing. They do. They do. And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?